and three lines in the bottom of Chavtesa and Beis at the new parak at the new Mishnah. The Mishnah states that if someone has a bunch of pitchers of wine and he wants to transport it from one place to another, as Rashi says, it's of course within the Tchum because Tchum Shabbos applies to Yontav as well. Oh yeah, they air off. You made an air, and therefore you can extend your Tchum Shabbos. But in any case, you want to carry it from one place to another, and Luchayr by doing it in certain ways, it would look like Ovdul Chal, but carrying packs in normal manner, and therefore we say you're not go and place them in a basket or a box where you can place three or four at a time and carry it that way because then it looks like you're doing something which is however you'll let her bring them and carry them on your shoulders or you could carry them in your hands in front of you and as Rashi said then you're only going to be carrying one or two at a time and therefore people realize that you're bringing it and the Mishnah if someone wants to transport straw on Yantiv and Rashi says you're transporting it either to make a fire which is of course mutter, or you're going to use it as animal fodder. You shouldn't take the basket or the bag and throw it over your shoulder because that's the normal way to carry it during the weekday. But you're allowed to bring it in front of you in your hands. And Rashi explained, it's a gnai for yantiv. If you're going to throw the basket or the bundle in back of you, then it's going to look like you want to do a great malacha. Or you're going to be transporting to a very far place, and therefore that's going to be derechal. And you can't do that. And we continue on You're allowed to go and take a stack of straw and even start using it on Yantiv. And Rashi points out that the reason why you're going to be using a stack of straw on Yantiv is as fuel for a fire. And Rashi says, And even though you didn't set it aside from before Yantiv, it wasn't standard for you to use this stack of straw for fuel. Therefore, it would seem that the Mishnah in the ratio is going like Rav Shimon, that's Leslie Muksa. But then the Mishnah says, But you're not allowed to go and use a bundle of wood or any wood that's in your backyard. The word muksa over here means a backyard. And Rash says that's called muksa because that was maksert. It was considered huksa that it was not going to be used. And people wouldn't go into that backyard that much. They would basically put things that are basically not used that much. They would store it in their backyard. As Rash says, And therefore the chariot comes out that the reason why you can't use it over here is because it's a problem with muksa. And Lechari, that would be going like Rabbi Huda, that Le'isle Muksa, and not like Rabbi Shimon. So Lechari is a steer between the Reisha and the Sefer, which the Gemara will discuss. And we begin the Gemara, Tanah, we learned, that even though we said in the Mishnah, they have to make a Shinoi, however, if you can't, for example, Rash says, where you invited many guests, and you have to bring many pitches of water at one time, then you're allowed to bring it even in one time, and you're allowed to bring it in some sort of a box. And the Gemara continues, Iskin Rav Mechuzah, Rav was the Rav of Mechuzah, and he was misakin the Dara B'dayka, anything that the Derech during the weekday is to carry on your shoulders, which is of course difficult, and is a Derech, the Dara Berugla, then you should actually carry it on Yontiv using a pitchfork, and that was something they used to use, almost like a hand truck, which they used to use for larger boxes, and therefore if you're going to go and carry this bundle, or barrel, or sack of pears, then it would make it easier on Yantiv, and therefore that's a better way to do it, and it won't be an Ovda Dukhal, the Dar Brigla. If the standard of this type of product is that you use a pitchfork, the Dar Brigla, then you should actually take a pole, and you have two people that would carry the pole, and carry it by leaning the pole against the shoulders, and that would make it easy as well. The Dar Brigla, if the item is so large that the standard during the weekday is to carry it on two people's shoulders using some sort of a pole, the Dar Brigla, then you should take the pole and make a shinoi by carrying it in front of them, instead of carrying it on 
the shoulders. Now Rashi points out that even though over here it's actually not going to be easier, but Rashi says that since you have a shinoi and you're not being ma'abin the tircha, that's going to be fine. The door ba'achba, if there's a large item that the standard is that you take a post, you take some sort of a pole and two people carry it in front of them, in this case you can't make a shinoi aside from going and placing some sort of a cloth on top of it and covering it. And Rashi says, Kalu, since it's very light, it doesn't make it heavier. This is just some sort of a shinoi, even though it's not the derech that you're going to carry it because you're still going to carry it in the same way. By doing this, it's going to cover up the item that you're carrying and therefore it won't look like and it'll be more of a covered yantiv. And the Gemara continues, and if it's impossible, Rashi says, because you don't have some sort of a sheet or some sort of a covering, sure, it's going to be muta, as we just said from the Braiso, if it's impossible to go and make a shinoi, muta, it's still going to be muta, even though it's that's not something we're going to ask you from doing if it's impossible any other way. And the Gemara continues, Amalei Rabchana bar Rav Rashi, Rabchana bar Rav says the following to Rav Ashi, Amalei Rabbanan, to Rabbanan stated, whatever you could do different on Yantiv, you should change it and should be of the Dachal on Yantiv. We know that women, that they go and fill up their pitchers of water from the river on Yantiv, and they don't change anything, and we don't give them any Musa, and we don't tell them to do it differently. So what's shot? We should look higher, tell them to do it with a Shinoi, so it shouldn't be of the Dachal. Amalei, so Rav Ashi responded to Rav Chana Barava and said, because it's impossible, what should they change? What should they do? If they fill up with a larger pitcher, should they now go use a smaller pail? Then now it's going to have more times that they have to go back and forth, and therefore that's going to be more of a Tehran Yantiv, and therefore it's not proper. And are you going to tell us that a woman that fills up with a smaller bucket, she should fill up with a larger bucket? Then she's adding something larger to carry, and of course that's more of a Tehran Yantiv, and that should also be also. So maybe to maybe we should tell the woman to cover their buckets with some sort of a lid, and therefore that would actually be the shinoi. And Rash says, it was some sort of a cover made out of wood. So the Gemara says, sometimes that lid will fall off of the bucket, and you'll come to carry it, and carrying his asa on yantam. Now, some say that this is not the gears of Rashi, because according to Rashi, there's no problem of carrying even if it's not, but the Gemara says, if you should tie the cover to the actual pail, sometimes the cover will rip off for us and she'll come to tie it back on and it'll be a Keshe So Gemara says maybe what we should tell is take a handkerchief or take some sort of a cloth and place it on top of it like we said before and that will also show that it's not of the Dachal. So the Gemara responds sometimes that Suda will actually go into the water and get wet will come to Issa and of course Chita is a Talda of Liban therefore there was no other Eitzah and that's why we let women go and fill up their buckets from a well or from the river and we don't tell them anything. And I in the third Tysus on this and Zimun and the Matmish that he asked the we just said that there's a problem because we should make Xera that maybe you'll come to Schito and before Rava actually was Masakin in Mechuza when you had a large item that Nifra Sudra allow that you place a Sudra on top of it and we weren't worried over there that also they Schito so Tysus has two truths first Tysus he says that over there we're talking about a clear where the opening was very narrow and therefore it wasn't a problem of Schito and the secretary he says over here we're talking about Mayim and Mayim when you do Schito as we explained there's going to be a problem of Libun that the item becomes whitened however over there we're talking about Yayin and Yayin the problem of Schito is that we're taking out the wine from the cloth the wine will actually be used and that will be a problem of Dosh but over here since the wine will squeeze out onto the ground that will be Holy Libun 
and that won't be a problem. And we continue to Gemara Amalei Rav Baruchanan Rabai Rav Baruchanan says to Abai. It's time we learned in the Mishnah in Metapchin a person now clap on Shabbos or Yom Tov. In Metapchin you now bang your hand on your thigh in order to make sounds. They react in line of dance on Shabbos or Yom And Rashi explains that the reason why you were clapping is because you were making a song or because of Avil and Ayin Taisa. They argue in Rashi but again didn't have Avil. And then Rashi says later that the reason why these things are also is because of Xerid Rabbanon Shemi Sakin Klishia. Maybe you'll come to be misaking an instrument. And Tosi actually points out, really, the Dan Shari ourselves were mutter to do these things. The Dafka Yimayim Shari B'Kiyan lasts Klishia. In those days, they knew how to make instruments Shaykh Lemigzor. Avli Dan, but for us, Ainan B'Kiyan lasts Klishia. Blue Shaykh Lemigzor, and therefore we don't make the Xerah. But Rabbi Baruchan and Esabayva in them. But nowadays, the Chazin and the Avdan, that we see that people do this. And we don't actually protest. Our Malay, so Abayi responded, Well, Tamech, according to you, we know Rav says, on Shabbos, a person shouldn't sit right by the opening of a lechi holding certain items. And we know in a mavri itself, which opened up into a Ram, in the mavri itself, it was actually mutter to carry as long as they had either a lechi or a courier. But in the case where you had a lechi, and therefore it's not very discernible and noticeable the difference between where the mavri ends and when the Rishus Ram starts. So Rav said, a person shouldn't sit right at that point because maybe a chayfut will fall out of his hand and he'll go and pick it up and he'll carry it for Amazon and Shusram or bring it from the Shusram into the Mavi. In fact, we know women, the Shaklach Hatzbao, they take their buckets, for Oslan and they go, the Yasuna Pumin and Mavoya, that they do sit at the opening of Mavi, the Loya Minal Hu, the Loya Media, we don't say anything to them. Allah, it must be Hanachlam, they saw Mutashiu Shayim, Valyu Mazidim. We don't always go tell people and we don't always give Musa to Klai Yisrael because better that they should be Shayig and not be amazed. Since we know that these are Xerus that they won't actually keep to, therefore we leave them alone and we don't tell them something. So Hakanami here also, but again, clapping or dancing on Shabbos Yontav, and that's why we don't say anything. But the Gemara says, This is only what could be over on Isidra Bonan, and they're not going to listen. As Rashi says, Someday we already ruggle, and they're not going to be crazy from doing these maizim. But if there's an Isidra Raisa they're going against, then there would be, then we actually would give them Teichacha, as the Pasuk says. But the Gemara says, It's not true. Doesn't make a difference if it's a din raisa or a din rabbanon. As long as they're not listening to us anyway, we won't tell them anything. And my right is because Taisiyam Kippur, as Rashi points out, we know that you have to start and be misana and start your fast while it's still daytime, and that's a din raisa because the Pasuk of even on the ninth day of Tishrei, we have to already start the inu, we have to start the fast, and still we see that the meaning of people is that they eat and drink until it's mamish right before it gets dark and therefore they're not actually going and mimakayim the mitzvah of Taisiyam Kippurim and we still are not saying anything to them and Taisiyam points out mashma the shia of Taisiyam Kippurim it's mashma from here that there is some sort of shia for Taisiyam Kippurim because of course they stopped a few seconds before it got dark that day definitely didn't go because that would be a problem with the Duraisa but we're talking that even though they stopped a few seconds before that's not the shia of Taisiyam Kippurim and Taisiyam actually says it appears that actually it's not clear what the shia is and therefore we should make sure to stop much earlier and therefore we're for sure going to be in the mitzvah of Taisu Yom Kippurim other Rishonim give a very specific share I am Rishonim and we continue with our Gemara the Mishnah say to Maschim by Remus HaTavan that a person let us start using on Yontiv from a new stack of straw they used to take straw and they would place it in storage and they would generally put it away for a long time and the standard was to use that straw for Michael Behema not for necessarily for fuel and even so our Mishnah stated that you let it go and take that stack of straw and use 
it for hesek, you use it for fuel for a fire. So the Gemara now will point out the Syria that we mentioned when we learned the Mishnah. Um, Rav Kana, Rav Kana states, so this is what we said and we learned from Mishnah. You let it start, even though it was already stored away before, you let it start and using that for fuel, even though you're starting on Yontiv the first time. So money, who's that going like? Rav Shimini it's going to fear Rav Shimini Lesley Muksa, because even though it was stored away for animals, he still says there's no problem Muksa and you let it still use it. So Amos Sefer, but let's see the safe of the Mishnah. Right as we said, it's Shem Muksa. You now use wood that was placed in a backyard because that's Muksa. So Lachaya, son of Rabbi that's going like Rabbi Huda, Islay Muksa, that he holds up the concept of Muksa. So Lachaya, there's a serious ratio to the Sefer, and the Gemara responds, the Muksa Machazar that we're talking about in the Sefer, not regular standard wood, but we're talking about cedar wood, either from a male tree or a female tree. But in any case, we're talking about a very expensive wood that generally used for binion for building. And since it's expensive, therefore people generally won't use that for fuel. And that's not a standard dinner muksa. This is a standard dinner muksa machmas chasar kiss. And even Rabshimin Maid in that case, that we do have muksa. Now, even though we said before, Rabshimin Lesley Muksa, of course, as we always say, Lesley Muksa is misnomer. Lesley Muksa doesn't mean that he doesn't hold the concept of muksa. He just has a more narrow scope of what muksa is. So Lefizer comes out that our Mishnah could be going completely like Rabshimin. And the Gemara continues and says, Some say this din on the safe itself. So we said they now use any wood that was in the backyard. So Amrav Khan Rav Khan stayed on this din, from here we can learn out a masculine that the din is that there's Islam Muksa. And you now start up if you have a storage house which has straw, you now start using that on because originally it was set aside for Maikhabema, and now you're gonna want to use it for, for fuel that would not be able to be used. Money, who's that going like? Rabbi Yehudi, that's Lafishit's Rabbi Yehudi, the Islam Muksa. So the safer is going Lafi Rabbi Yehuda that he holds in the Katsuma Muksa. But in now we have to steer the opposite way because in the ratio we said masculine by at heaven the last start off even though you're using the new stack of, of straw that's called the the last line muksa and he says it's muta and there's no problem muksa so the more answers that the ratio is talking about straw which was already disgusting it was already moldy and it was already going bad and therefore since it's something which is going bad you're not going to serve that to your behemoth and that's why it's used for fuel and even Rabbi Yudah agrees that there's no problem of muksa so even if is a problem muksa because even when it's something which is disgusting and it's still considered it's going to and it's not going to be used as fuel because you generally will use that for your best usage which will be to make cement out of it and to make bricks and therefore it should be a problem muksa as well on that Gemara says the Ispe Kaitsa we're talking about that also had thorns in it and since it had thorns so no one will actually use this straw in order to make cement because they used to take straw and mix it together with water and do that with their hands and with their feet and then they would actually get pricked by these thorns and therefore of course it was set aside as fuel and that's why it would be mutter in our case even according to Rabbi Yehuda. but in the Khanami Zakrav Kahana from our Mishnah we still see that if you'd have a storehouse where the thing that was placed in the storehouse was set aside for Michael Behemoth and not for fuel you would not be able to use it because we would hold like Rabbi Yehuda, that is Islam Muksa and we turn that Laman and base and we start with the new Mishnah the Mishnah teaches us that we're now going to take wood off of a roof of a sukkah. Over here, we're not talking about sukkah like on sukkahs. We're talking about a hut that's used on Pesach or on Shavuos and it's jantim. And you have this hut where it has a roof. You're now going to take those pieces of wood off because that would be a problem of being soysa and oil. And the Mishnah then continues and actually qualifies this thing and says, that you can actually take wood if it's samachla. So Rashi explains that in Lafita Havmina Gemara, we're talking about where this hut had a very thick roof. And by taking off just a little bit of that tzcha, 
Lach, that's not going to be a problem of stira. And Rashi points out that the Gemara will start in a moment and he has the following question, the Kimin, the Butler, the that since it's a thick roof and all of it is the Schach, therefore the Chari, all of it is bottled to each other, so call Porto the Shokamene, every little bit that you take from it is stira, is part of the stira, and it would be part of the Issa of stira, and that shouldn't be allowed either. So now the Gemara asked that exact question, what's the reason that you can't take Schach from the actual heart to Kasasa Allah because it's a problem of stira? So if we're talking about they taking from the schach just so it was a thicker schach that's still part of the schach and therefore it's still going to be a problem of stira. so Rabbi Yudah Rabbi Yudah explains on Mishnah when it says you let it actually go and remove some of the wood from a sukkah in order to go for example and use it as fuel is when it was talking about that that wood was near the walls so it wasn't on top of the roof it was actually by the walls and since it was by the walls it never became part of walls as Rashi says the only way that something becomes part of walls is only if it's actually woven together and over here since it wasn't woven together therefore it won't be a problem it's not a problem of stira and you can use that wood as fuel and Rashi says since it was never woven into the wall like it wasn't bottled to the it's not similar to having a roof where you have a thick roof because you never have a roof that actually is woven all of the is the same all of it's considered and by taking it apart that will be a problem of stira however Rabbi says in other terms, I feel we're not talking about that it was actually next to the walls. We're talking about it was on top of the schach. But when the Mishnah said, Elman Asamukla was talking that the person had bundles of wood and that he placed on top of the rooftop of the sukkah of this hut. So generally we know that we would consider something that's the top of schach. It doesn't make a difference how thick. We just said before that's considered schach and it's a problem of stira. However, since in those days it was normal to take bundles of different items and place it on top of rooftops in order to dry out or in order to store it there. Therefore, we look at this not as part of the sukkah at all and that's why even if you can take off that bundle of wood, that's not going to be a problem. It's not a problem of stereo. And we continue with the Gemara. Tani Rabchia by Yosef Hamed Rabbi Yechelen. Rabchia by Yosef brought a braiso and he said in front of Rabbi Yechelen, in Negle Yitzim and Asoka, you now let it go and take off wood off of a hut on Yotav Pesach or Shavuos Elman HaSamukla almost exactly like a Mishnah. However, Rabbi Shimon Matar, Rabbi Shimon says it's mutter. Now, back on the beginning and saying and Rav Shimon is saying that that's mutter now Rav Shimon is on the dinner muksa less than muksa but over here is the problem of stira so how can it be Rav Shimon's matter that the Gemara will ask Vishavin both the Tanakhama and Rav Shimon agree that if it would be a sukkah that's actually for Yontiv and talking about the mitzvah of sukkah Shasura that would be also there's going to be a problem of hooks and mitzvah but if you make it tonight that will be fine even on sukkahs we'll have to see what that means in the Gemara as well how can you say as we just explained that the is a problem of steer over here it's not based on muksa we're talking about a sukkah that actually fell down and it's going according to Rav Shimon's time that he doesn't hold a muksa in the chinami if the sukkah would still be standing then Rav Shimon would agree that ain't ain't in the sukkah but we're talking about over here in the Brisa, a sukkah that actually fell down this hut already fell down therefore there's no problem of steer and still if you're there's a problem because it's muksa and that's why you can't take any of the wood. However, according to Rav Shimon, it won't be a problem of muksa, and the only potential problem would have been stira. And over here, there's no problem of stira anymore. The Tanya, as we learned, Moisa Hashem and Shabbat Shabbat Also, that according to Tanakam, which is of course Rabbi Huda, that's Islam muksa. If you have extra oil that's in a candelabra or in some sort of a lamp or on a plate, and then extinguished, it's also to go and use that because it was already muksa machmas isa. Because when Shabbos started, it was also to go extinguish it, and therefore you couldn't use any of that oil, therefore, 
also even afterwards. Rav Shimon however, Rav Shimon doesn't hold the Muxo, and therefore he says Muto. So here also, by the fact that the Sukkah fell down, even though when Shabbos started, or Yantav started, there was a problem because it was Muxo Machmas Iso, because you couldn't take it away because it was a problem of Stira, but now that it fell down, and there's no problem of Stira, there's no problem anymore, and you could use it. And the Gemara says, Me dummy, how can you compare it to? Over there, Enechanami Rav Shimon agree that there's no problem with Muxo, because a person generally is waiting, and he understands that the fire will eventually go out and there could be some oil left over and therefore he's waiting to use that oil and that's why he never set aside and that's why Shimon is less like Muxa. But over here, you think when a person starts yontiv, he's thinking that he wants his sukkah to fall down and he's hoping that it's going to fall down. Of course it's going to stay up and therefore he never had any shaykhs to this and therefore even according to Rav Shimon we should say that it's like Muxa. And as Rashi points out, is this person a day and he knows that this sukkah will fall down the next day. Even according to Rabbi Shimon, there should be a problem muksa on that. Over here, we're talking about a sukkah that was weak, and therefore, since it was shaky before Yontiv, even the day before on Erev Yontiv, he was never Messiah Tasmit because he knew that potentially it will fall down on Yontiv, and then I'll be able to use that wood and use it potentially for fuel. And that's why the fear of Shimon, now that Lamaisa fell down, therefore, there's no problem anymore of Stira, and there's no problem of muksa either. However, according to Rabbi Yudah, by the fact that it was already also Banish Mushas, he has the Klaal Migud is Katsoy, the Banish Mushas is Katsoy, the Kulu Yomikula, and the Gemara continues, Visham, Besukas, Achar, Bechag, Sheyasura, then Hisnala, Kalafir, tonight. So we said that both Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yudah agree that if you have a Sukkah that's made for Chag, for the Yontem of the Sukkahs, and it's on Yontem, even if it's during Chalamoid, then all of the Schach of the Sukkah is also to use the entire Yontem, even on Chalamoid. However, if it would be that you made it tonight, then it would be Mutter. So Akbar, Mahani, but tonight, does it tonight? Really work for Amrav Sheshim Shumar Bakiva, Minai Latsukh Shasun Kal Shiva. How do you know that the wood of the Schach is also all seven days of the Yantav Sukkah? Shanama, Chagasukh Shivas Yom Lashem. That we have a passage that says that Chagasukh, the Sukkah should be seven days for Hashem and should be cut for Hashem. The Tanya we learned in Brysa. Rabbi Yudam say, I remember Nain Shachim Shachal Shemayim Al Chagiga. That just like there's the name of Shemayim on the Chagiga, which means when you have a Shaman Chagiga, it's Kachim and it's Hagdish, so it has the name of Hashem and it can't be none from it. Kachal Shim Shemayim Al Sukkah. The same that applies to sukkah, and you now have a no from the atzei sukkah tamloima. Therefore, we learn a pasuk chag sukkah shivus yom lashem ma chag lashem. Just like the chag, which is referring to the karbe chagiga, is kul lashem and it's hegdish. Af sukkah lashem sukkah also has the din of hegdish. So the gemara's question is that l'chayr since it's hegdish, we know that hegdish you can't make a tnai on. So our menashe breder rava safe as on the sukkah the alma ain chenami when you have schach that's on a sukkah that's made for the mitzvah of sukkahs on a sukkah, then of course you can't use that schach. That would be also just like a carbon, and when our Bryce said call a few tonight, which is mashmi, you can make it tonight. That's actually not going back on the word but it's actually going back to the beginning of the Bryce, where Rabbi Yehuda stated that you now go use eitzim and asukah. On that we said that if it's a sukkah, which is a hut that's being used on Pesach or on Shmuz, and the Bryce is teaching us that even if you Rabbi Yehuda, if you made it tonight and you want to use those pieces of wood, then of course even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that once the sukkah ruah would fall down, and therefore now there's no problem of stira, then you'd be able to use those pieces of wood for asaka and for fuel because there is no problem of muksa because you actually set them inside in your mind and you weren't messiah das from them. But the Gemara continues and asks, the sukkah the mitzvah law, you're telling me if it's a sukkah on the yontem of sukkahs which is for a mitzvah, then you can't go make it tonight. But tonight we have a b'raisa, if someone made proper schach, the itra, and then he decorated it by playing cloths, which were colored, or he placed linens on it, which he embroidered, 
him and he hung from it nuts, oshkedim, almonds, afraskim, peaches, reminim, pomegranates, bachila, and a cluster of grapes, yenishmanim, siltais, or bottles of wine, oil, and fine flour, batar shibolim, and chains of grains, also the stopping men, you now go and use them on yontiv, admasi yontiv, achron shachag, until after the last day of yontiv, meaning until it's already the weekday, meaning it doesn't make a difference if you're not strong, you only have seven days, or if you're in chutzlar, if you have eight days, you can't use them until after the entire yontiv. But if you made a tonight, how call it tonight? See, we see that it's possible to make a tonight on decorations, and even though without a tonight, you see that these decorations are considered bottled to the sukkah, and it's mamish like the sukkah, so the same didn't should apply to the wood of the sukkah, then we should be able to make a tonight and then say it's mutter. So the Gemara says there's a big color between decorations and the wood of the sukkah, because Abai and Rabbi Tamatavai, and Rabbi both say, that by the gate of decorations, a person could say that I'm not going to separate myself the entire Bainish and even though it's a Suffolk Yom, Suffolk Laila, the Leichol Kedusha Laila, there's not going to be a Kedusha that's going to be Chal on these decorations at all during that period of time. Why? Because during that period of time, I could go and take, for example, the wine and the oil, which is not Muks at all, and go and use them during Ben Hashemoshes. And that's why, if you don't have the Migu, the Skatsoy, the Ben Hashemoshes, it's Skatsoy Lekul Yoyma. Avul Atzi Sukkah, the Chol Kedusha Laila, it's Skatsoy Lekul But since Asi Sukkah, at the point that Yontif started, during Ben Hashemoshes, which is Suffolk Yom, Suffolk Laila, you actually couldn't go and take these piece of wood off of the roof because that would be a problem of stira and on the side that's already yontiv you can't actually move it therefore it was already hooked to the mushrooms that was already muksa machmasesa and then of course the tonight doesn't work and we're going to say migul is katsoy the banish mushrooms is katsoy lekula yaimikula and the gemara now is that lechay we just said benigaya sukkah that we say that hooks to mitzvasoi and once it was hooks to mitzvasoi even on chalamayid we're all malachas and mutter to do but we still say that's muksa and we can't use the wood of the schach but lechay why is this different than what we learned? That if you go and separate seven esregim for seven days of sukkahs, that each one you go and you eat with, and then you can eat it right away. And as Rashi points out, that Rav holds that each esreg is only hooked for that mitzvah, and the mitzvah is done. However, that he holds you could be with each esreg. You can't eat it right away because it's hooked for that day, but definitely the next morning you could be eating it because you had kavanah it's only for this day and not for the next day but the point of the Gemara is Bein Lufi Rav and Bein Lufi Rabasi that there is a possibility that even though something was hooksah for Yontiv that's not hooksah for the days that you didn't have in mind for so why can't you also say by Sukkah that you're right I'm making it hooksah for the first day of Yontiv and then I'm saying I'm making it tonight on Chalamoid I don't want it to be muksa anymore and it shouldn't be hooksah and and we see it by Esri that that works so Dr. Gemara there's a difference between Esri and Sukkah and what's the difference? Hasim that over there, since each day is its own mitzvah, and at night you can't take a lulu of an esrig, therefore there's a separation and segregation. So that's why once it's the next day, and ilafirav, right after you do the mitzvah, it's already not hooksal mitzvah anymore because you could segregate them. But since the entire yotav of sukkah, all seven days, there's one continuous mitzvah to sit in the sukkah, and there's a mitzvah to sit in the sukkah not only during the daytime, but also at night, therefore, we look at the entire seven days of Sukkot and Bismanazet in Chutzlar, it's eight days or even maybe nine days of Sukkot as one long day. And therefore, once it's Chutzlar, the Benesh on the first night of Yantiv, it's going to be Chutzlar for all of the remaining days of Sukkot. And even on Chalamoyed, it's not going to be mutter to use them. And we will stop over here.